Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. This is our last episode before Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas, everyone. So, yeah, from the future. From the future. From the past. That's true. We're broadcasting to the future from the past. Hello. You're hearing this and, like, the apocalypse happened. Um, like, what if the apocalypse happened on Wednesday? Yeah. If you're hearing this now. But then I wouldn't be able to post it. Well, maybe it happened, like, right after you posted it. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> Man. It's almost 2017. It is. It's been uh, it's been a long year. It's been a crazy year. I do... I'm getting really tired of hearing all this, 2016 was the worst, and all these people died, and I'm like... Do you guys? I I'm a, I want to. I almost want to post something, and I feel like I'm just being a dick. <laughs> right. Where I'm like, I almost want to post like, you guys know, like people aren't going to stop dying in 2017. Yep. Um, you're just setting yourselves up it for a big every year. disappointment. All this like people like 2016's the worst, and I'm like this whole like again like we've talked about this multiple times like the celebrities that we grew up with dying. That's only going to get worse. Yep. We're only getting it's, older. Only gonna get worse. So this whole like, oh, it's 2016. I'm sorry, guys. I have bad news for you. Yep. Um. So like that needs to stop. People need to get over it already. I know bad stuff happened this year, but bad stuff always happens. Um. I mean, I mean, some really bad stuff happened this year, but this whole celebrities thing, and like everyone's like, oh, 2016. So first of all, when somebody's in their 90s, that's not 2016. That's just like right. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I'm not trying to downplay anybody's uh, grief or no. anything, but the whole like blaming 2016 is kind of goofy, and I feel like people are setting themselves up for future really yep. big disappointments. Like it, things aren't. That's not gonna get. That's not gonna stop. No, like, it's not. Um, people die. What if um, like this is a good like sci-fi premise? What if like a whole year went by and no one died? Then the Earth would be too full that's crazy what if people just stop dying then we'd then we'd all then we would end up just filling up the planet this is a good uh, dude nobody steal this never mind i never said this so it's like the opposite of children of men yeah we're like people just don't die anymore well i feel like isn't, isn't that stop people from procreating <laughs> isn't else? that what we're trying to do isn't that what china did well it is but like what if it just keeps getting worse we're piled on top of each other but no one can die but then we're all miserable because then we realize like yeah. the realities of like living in a world where we don't die. It's horrible. Can you still like get hurt? I don't know. Yeah, it hurts real bad. Like in in uh, in Groundhog's Day, you still get feel pain. I don't think I'd like that. This is a pretty horrible scenario. So instead of Groundhog Day, it's like Groundhog Life. Yeah, except we don't repeat. You just it keeps going keep forward, going. getting more and more crowded. So everyone's got to stop having babies. Yeah, so we all just have to agree. Yeah. They just like mandatory, like, what are we talking about here? Like, so just mandatory, everybody. But then, like, at a certain point, then there's no more kids, and then there's no more schools, and then, then all the teachers are out of a job after a certain point. But no one needs a job because you can't die. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You'd still need to buy things. If you want to. But if you can't die... Then you wouldn't have to eat. Yeah. But you still get hungry. And you still need to, like, live... You need to sleep somewhere. Yeah. Just because I can't die doesn't mean I don't want to, like, sleep outside. I don't know. <clears throat> but that would be a whole, like, the whole educate. Like, I would lose my job yeah. after a certain amount of time. Once all the kids are out of high school... Well, but think of, like, doctors. Doctors would all be out of jobs. But you said people still get hurt. Yeah. 
Do you still get sick? You just don't die? Yeah, you just don't die. But so you still need a doctor. Like, if I break my arm, I'm going to want a doctor. Just get better. Yeah, but that's not going to be fun. Yeah. So then, but then they're like, then it's elective. They're elective doctors from there on. So no one has to go to them. Yeah, but you like you still you don't have to go to a doctor now if you don't want to. Funeral home business is going out. Well, that's gone. That's completely gone. That's a big business. Man. So I feel like it would get really weird. There'd be all kinds. Of, that would be a whole new YouTube videos of people just jumping off of buildings. Yeah, and like stabbing whatever. people, <laughs> just like stabbing each other. War wouldn't work anymore. No. So we'd have to figure it out. That would that might be good. The world peace, but we'd be like piled on top of each other. But it would take a while. We'd have to figure it all out. We'd just be mad at each other. You couldn't blow each other up anymore. Yeah. You had to figure it out. And also we'd be piled Well, I bet you here's what would happen. We'd start populating areas that normally we wouldn't populate. Like the entire like half of China that nobody lives in. Yeah. Cause it's all like deserts. But we'd find a, we'd have to figure out how to, cause you can't die. It would suck. You'd have to like have a lottery. All right. You get to, you have to go live in the freaking, you have to go live in the Gobi Desert. Figure it out. <laughs> like you just send a <laughs> bunch of people the Gobi, the Gobi Desert and like, and then like Alaska, the frozen tundra, yeah. the taiga. You have to go live in the freaking taiga. <laughs> freaking freeze to death up there. Torture of Miracle Day. Guy blew himself up and didn't die. He was stretched out and charred. Yeah, Dude. see, that's yeah. Like, you would you would you blow around. yourself up just if you just to see, see what would happen? But, but what if you're like, like in it. pieces? What if it's like, oh, you haven't seen Death Becomes Her, so you don't no. know? What if it would be like that? And like, and you have to like figure out how to piece yourself back together, and you're still alive, Ugh. and you're just like screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be really horrible. Because you said you'd have to. I don't know. That wouldn't be fun. Because then there'd just be a bunch of people. Like, what if you had some horrific accident? Then you gotta live like yeah. that. What if you're like Burn Guy? Now you're Burn, burn Man. Guy, yeah. That's where Burn Decapitation man. man. They sew your head back on. Ugh, like nearly had this nick. I don't know. That'd be weird. Alright. So that we're, we've agreed this is a bad scenario. It isn't. It's a real bad scenario. It's an interesting one. Because people would still fight. Like even if you had like mandatory like castration or not castration. Like uh, just like you know. Sterilization. Sterilization. Yeah. Sterilizing everybody. Um, I don't know. Crazy. All right, welcome to Radio Brindo Man's crazy futuristic scenario. I think the people would stop having. I think people not being able to have kids is a more likelier scenario. Yeah, well, because everyone's going to keep getting older. Yeah, but I mean, like, just a scenario where some like the environment like gets so messed up that like nobody really like can't sustain like, it. Like everybody just well, like something happens because that's like children of men where just people. Right. Stop being able to have kids. I feel like that's more likely. Yeah. And then we're like screwed. That's a good movie. It is really good. Really good. Really like it. Um, so what happened this week? What's going on with you? Well, so my birthday is coming up. Um, it's actually on Monday. So by the time you hear this, I will be 38 years old. Creeping up there. Getting close to that number, which, which I'm not too that doesn't mean anything about. anymore now. I don't know. I'm not super excited about it, but whatever. You're not even halfway. Halfway to what? To your average life expectancy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Uh, but in order to I celebrate... I think dudes... What's for a dude? Like 78? Maybe. I mean, average. Yeah. Probably. Are we going to be above average or below uh, average? My family, they're all, you know... You to, See, my family... The 80s. We, most of them. Yeah, my family too. I mean, my... And then we got we got quite a few outliers. Um, like my great-grandpa to be like almost 100. Yeah. We got a couple hundreds. But I also have like, you know, my... I mean, my dad died really young, but that was a nod of natural cause. Right. And my great-great-grandpa <laughs> got shot. Got murdered over well, a land kid, dispute. Not natural. Well, I could get murdered by over a land dispute. Yeah, but that's not like genetic, though. Um, hey, what if that is a genetic steal disposition? Steal someone's property. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't steal it. There was just a dispute well, over a someone's died claim. <laughs> you know the whole yeah that thing. I don't know. Um, 
Well, anyway, to celebrate my birthday, we went, I don't know, it's a really weird episode already. Um, To celebrate it, we went to... We went to Medieval Times last night, and... Um, I'd never been before. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I, I Even though I told all you guys multiple times, it took well, like the fifth time. Yeah, it, it, it sunk in time. finally. Finally, you were like, <laughs> we never uh, But it was great. I, I, I haven't gone in a number of years. The food um, is really good. Food is super good. You get like a whole chicken. Yeah, or half chicken. Half a chicken. Like a half a potato, but it's all. I love that it's still all together. So you gotta like a get to tear it up. It's like yeah, it, it feels as authentic as it probably is gonna get without being super gross. You know, without um, all the like diseases. <clears throat> yeah, without you know walking in filth. You know, sanitation. I didn't. I mean, I managed to sneak an extra refill. Yeah, but we they were very them. stingy on those refills because she was standing around, and then the tires were around, yeah, we both glug, glug, glug. like clug clug, so she filled it up. Yeah, because because they told us you only get one. I'm like, what kind of place is this? You only get one refill. I know. Um, I don't remember that. But we got that before. extra refill going. Um, uh, yeah. The bread was good. I think my favorite thing was the potato. Oh, that's my favorite. I don't I know dream what they do. Of that potato. They like bake the like herbs and stuff yeah, on as like, like a layer, uh, crispy on the top. I like seriously. I remember that from when I was a kid. That was my favorite thing as a kid, and it still tastes the same. So, and the cool part is our night one. Our night, the green night. Green and night he one. was like the best night. He was like he was like really super good. into it. He was just like really like. It looked real, yeah. as opposed to some of the guys like when they fell off their horses, like oh, throwing their like, arms out, throwing their like he was like just diving, jumping, rolling. His He's sword be play like was like freaking awesome, and like they were just really. It was fun. It was fun well, to watch. And the cool part about him, so he's <clears throat> totally like awesome, kicking everyone's butt. Oh yeah, and oh then yeah. He gets off the horse after he's just had this big victory, and he kind of flips around real fast. And because we were right by the at the we front see by him. the side, we could see. He whips around and whips out his his he had inhaler. An inhaler. He's got this asthma. Dude has asthma. He just finished like pounding these dudes and flipping and off. He just got a sneaky and inhaler, and then he's done. Like so, he, it may, I, that made him even cooler in my book. So because man, <clears throat> he did not let that get him down. So yeah. anyway, I uh, was cheering very loud. I was already earlier in the week. I was sick and I kind of lost my voice and I was just getting it back. And then, like, all night last night, I was, like, yelling at Medieval I Times also really like the Falcon. Oh, yeah. And the Falcon re. Because, so, your sister has been talking about, like, she's getting her hawking license. Yeah. And she gets to pick between, it's like a hawk, a falcon, or something, something tail. White something. And I think uh, that's the one. And I keep telling her, you need to get a freaking falcon. Right. How cool is that? But she wants the other thing. If she actually ends up doing well, you it. you know... What they say that all these like millennials falcons, they just don't want them anymore. <laughs> I like, but the falcon was awesome, and we got to go like look at it, and it was just like hanging yeah. out. And my high school mascot was the falcon, so maybe that's yeah, why. That's but probably. also, it's just freaking cool, like with a freaking like glove, and like you pull it. Yeah, and she did the thing where they like whip yeah, the, the bait around. around or so it, then it's like ugh, I almost whip my own glasses off my face. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then like, it's like flying around. And then we were talking about like, first of all, like how many times is that they poop off yeah, people? Yeah, it flies over the crowd. And then how many, like, I'm like, does it ever just take out some, like, or like claw somebody? <laughs> Cause like, like, it's, what if it just like, just poo? Like, yeah, it could. could rip your face off. I guess they've got it trained, but I mean, I don't know. It's still a wild animal. It is definitely a wild animal. And with sharp talons. Yeah, have sharp tones. <laughs> uh, but that was super fun. Our friends Josh and Rachel came out. My family was all there. And uh, that's when afterwards my brother gave me the electric harpsichord, uh, which I'm still very excited about. Yeah, what if it took out a service animal? Like if somebody had like a <laughs> like a stress relief dog? Oh, yeah, like one of their little purse yeah. dogs that like they yeah. smuggled in. It could. Well, like because I've... I mean, like, I've seen those depression dogs, and they're like, like, cause, like, this lady had a pug. Like, it was uh, the first time I ever saw one was in the Haunted Mansion, cause I, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I, I thought I was stoned. <laughs> cause I, I thought I was like, I may have, like, had some, I had an edible, and I'm in the Haunted Mansion, and I look over, and this lady is holding a pug, and I'm like, whoa, like, is this, is this real? Am I imagining this? And so I ask her, I'm like, is that a pug? She's like, yes, it's my service dog. And I'm like, 
Service dog. <laughs> and Are you blind? <laughs> it's a pug. And she's holding it. And then she's like, no, it's for depression. And I was like, depression dog? Yeah. That's a thing? And then she said, yeah. And like, and, and then I'm like, do I need a depression dog? Do you have to like, what are they, okay, if they're carrying around in their purse, what if it poops? Oh, you know it's pooping. Is it like a poop purse? No, they, but I don't know. Um, oh yeah, um, I've told you, I've told people, I've told people this before. Um, don't, you know how they have like the planters in Disneyland and stuff with like the grass? Yeah. Um, and there's usually like a fence. And then sometimes I see people put their kids in there. Ugh. And um, that's where the service dogs poop, everybody. Um, so don't do that. Also, like in tomorrow. And I remember I told a person, I'm like, don't do that. And then they did it anyway. And then, like, my kid just stepped in poop. And I'm like, that's why you don't do that. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Also, in Tomorrowland, all the they have all kinds of food that's, you know, like fruit that grows on the trees and they have strawberries that grow. Oh, you definitely don't want to eat those. Don't eat any of that stuff. It's full of pesticides. Well, more than that, the people spit. And people spit. Because I, I used to, you know, I worked at Innoventions and I was right outside and I, that's where I did the, um, but they also, Segway, and there's a patch of strawberries there and everyone who walked in would spit into that thing and then I'd see someone like reach out to like eat them like, no, don't eat those. You don't want to do that. So anyway. So the patch by It's a Small World is in the old way. There's some little planters like around in the plaza. Um, the poop planters. Yeah. PB planters. Yeah. So anyway, medieval times is fun. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of poop, they, I love seeing like the giant horse kitty litter thing. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, the guy had to have the pooper screw, but it was like a kitty litter thing because yeah. it's like so the it dirt. It out of the dirt. And like... And I like they tried to do it like on the lights, but then you see them just kind of. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's got to be. But that's how they start off to get to a night. Is you start off yeah. as a stable boy, it's very authentic, just poop. like it used to be. Um, and you already thanked Craig. For I the did, wreath. yes, for the reef. But thank you again. Super cool. And uh, other than that, it just was the end of the school year stuff. I mean, Luke did his play. Yeah. Um, which was uh, really cute. He was the gingerbread man. Yeah. In the gingerbread man play. Um, and it was good. It's just crazy week getting all the, you know, end of the year stuff. And, uh, now we're off. It's vacation time. Yeah, I'm on vacation too. So the advantage, so I did discover a distinct advantage of working at two schools. Yeah. I got double Christmas parties. Nice. And that was awesome. Um, I actually got, there was multiple because they were having all kinds. So the library is like, so they had a party for like the noon duties. But since I work in the library, I also got to participate in <laughs> right. that. And then they had like another thing and it was just constant food, Christmas stuff. At the elementary school, they had the 12 days of snacking. <laughs> and so every day in the teacher's lounge, there was like food That's and it cool. was great. And, um, and then, um, the elementary school was closed on Friday, so I worked at the junior high on Friday, and then we had our big breakfast, and that was freaking awesome, and got lots of treats and food and gifts, and I got a Starbucks card and some other stuff. Sweet. And lots of things. I did get a plant that I accidentally left at my desk, <laughs> and so that's going to be dead when I get back. Yeah, you're and, a plant um, murderer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was fake, and then someone's like, no, those are real, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Whoops. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Maybe they're hardy. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so all those Christmas parties, that was good. And now I'm off for two weeks. I'm back on the 3rd. <clears throat> the teachers get I'm back there there till the 9th. Oh, that's, yeah. But I am a classified staff, so I get back. But that's good. It'll give me a week to get some stuff done without having freaking getting interrupted every two <laughs> seconds. Because um, I got some... I got still... Cause we got testing coming up and I gotta get all that ready at both schools and mostly done at the junior high school, but at the elementary school, um, haven't even started. <laughs> well, so, you got time. Gotta do that. NXT Riverside was a good time. I've been talking about it on the show and went with Steve, met up with Steve there and, um, it was really fun. Um, the Riverside, it's the Riverside Civic auditorium okay and so it's like an old theater like it's 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 been there forever like since like at least the 20s and um, oh wow and but then they restored it a few years ago and it's like super nice 
Um, but it's where like, is it at? it's like right in downtown Riverside, you know, like where the Mission Inn is? Yeah. It's on that street. So it's like right by Mission Inn. Huh. It's like right up the street from Mission Inn. I didn't even know and, it was there. Oh, dude, it's really cool. Um, Chevelle's playing there next month. Okay. So I'm um, like, they have like bands play. Cause it's like, there's a stage, like an elevated stage. And then there's like a lower area, which I think like normally for concerts and stuff, it's like standing. Right. Cause there's no seats. Right. And then there's a balcony with seats, like theater seats all built in and so they had the wrestlers came out on the stage and they had a screen set up and they came down and then they had the ring right in the middle there okay and they had like a few but it was like small like i'm saying maybe 1200 people in this thing for wrestling and um was it sold out it was it was pretty sold out there were a few scattered seats but it was it was very packed okay and it was a lot of fun got to see a lot of people from like, you know, you go to a wrestling shows, there's a lot of people you use like familiar faces like Sean the hot tub guy, got to talk to him and some of the other guys that I see I've been seeing at wrestling shows for the last few years. That's cool. And um and that was fun. And uh mm-hmm. it was a great show. Um we got to see they um some um just good matches. Nakamura knocked it out of the park. I also got um I was glad they had a signed Nakamura print. That um, they were selling at NXT Hollywood for like I think it was like twenty maybe thirty bucks, and at NXT Riverside it was only ten. Nice. So glad that I waited for that. They didn't have any T-shirts in my size, so I was a little bummed about that. But I, that's what the internet's for, and <laughs> um, and it was fun, and it was a lot of fun going to the show. And then beforehand, because I got there a little early, because I was gonna get there like I was gonna get there late, but then I guess they do this big. That's what you guys should go. We should maybe sometime next, maybe next year, or even like I mean, you guys are busy this week, but um, I would have said it would be good activity. Like downtown there by the Mission Inn, they have all these. They have a big festival of lights. Oh, I saw like and it's a really big deal. By. And um and it, I got to see like when they lit up every day. It looks it's amazing, and they have like you can even take like they have horse drawn carriages Ooh, that's cool. and stuff. And, um, but I was downtown there. It's like this little, the downtown area and I was walking around and there's a, but I just, I want to give a recommendation. If you're in Riverside, um, it was, uh, <clears throat> a sandwich place called the Upper Crust and it's Ooh. like classic deli run by like, he, at first I thought it was like surly old man, but it's just nicer old dude. Okay. He's really funny. He was really cool. And, um, he gave me a free cookie. Well, and good. he cut me a deal because the special, and he's like, tell you what, if you throw an extra buck, I'll give you a whole sandwich instead of Ooh. half a sandwich. And it was a really good sandwich. And he was impressed that I didn't ask for sourdough bread because he's like, all these people, sourdough bread. <laughs> they don't even know because I got rye bread. I'm a big, I'm a big you roast beef right on, head. if I'm getting roast beef, it's because going to Greenblatt's sold me on it. Um, and, uh, but the roast beef was really good, and it's really good. I really liked it. And so I, when I first got there, because the sodas, the the fountains kind of behind the counter. But then after, because he and he gave me the soda, but then afterwards, because I, I went up, I went up to the counter to get. And he's like, "Oh no, just grab your refills." And he oh, okay. Go. So it was like, "That's good." And Ooh. and he was really nice, just a really cool guy. Upper and, crust. Yeah, it's called the upper crust. Nice. And oh yeah, one other funny thing that happened during the show was so Samoa Joe. I think he might be injured because he wasn't because he hasn't been wrestling on the tour, and then he wasn't wrestling at Riverside. But he came down during the main event match, and he's from he's from Huntington Beach. Okay, so big local and like so he got like everyone's like welcome home, and he's like yeah, and I'm here in Southern California. I'm in the best coast, the best state, the best. But everybody knows that Riverside sucks. <laughs> and just wreck as a very good heel, right, you know, right. just trashing Riverside. It was great because if he had the whole crowd with him, like yeah, yeah, California. And he's like Riverside's place is garbage, <laughs> and half the people, all the people coming from out of Riverside, still cheered because <laughs> you could. There was a lot of. Um, yeah, the security staff loved That's it. Funny. Um, That's funny. Because the people that actually, because I think the bulk of the people were that, that were there were not actually from Riverside. Because again, all my all the LA guys came out. Right. Um. And but yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> and it was really wet and rainy. It's been raining a lot. Got a yeah, lot of rain. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we needed it. Real good. 
and um, and I'm on vacation. That's the only other thing that's going on with me. And sweet, that's it. Uh, book corner. What you doing? So I finished. Um, I just started reading it last week, and I finished it this week. It's called Stay a While and Listen. So it said book one. I guess there's going to be a book two. He hasn't written it yet. Okay. So this is about um, Blizzard North. And it actually goes – so it's about the making of Diablo and the how basically like it's, it's the foundations of how Blizzard started and how Blizzard North started. And then they came together and made Diablo and – um, and then I think the, the next book, cause Blizzard North ended up getting closed down and the guys from Blizzard North ended up leaving and making, um, the new games like in other studios that were Diablo-ish and like Torchlight and, uh, Marvel Heroes, I think is what it's called. The one that's like kind of like Diablo style action RPG Marvel, um, oh. it's, it's, you haven't played it, it's PC only. Oh, okay. Um, I think you're thinking about, the Ultimate X, Alliance, yeah, and the, and the X-Men, X-Men ones. Okay, not that. Yeah, no. Um, and then, because a lot of the original Diablo team did not work on Diablo 3. Um, it's like mostly Blizzard people, okay. and which sort of worked on it, but the original, original guys, they were all gone. Um, huh. And, uh, um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm guessing the book two, we'll talk about Diablo 2, um, but... Um, I don't, it hasn't been written yet, but <laughs> Stay Well and Listen was really great because it also there's a lot of appendices where they talk about um, like just like little side things that don't quite. So one of the things they talk about that I didn't even know because um, Blizzard before they hit it big with Warcraft, they were basically contractors for hire. Like they did, um, um, they did a Justice League game for Super Nintendo. Huh. They did uh, the Death and Return of Superman, which is actually a fighting game. Um, really? Yeah. And, uh, they worked on a few, um, The Lost Vikings, one of their oh, big ones. I, I knew about that um, one. That's great. So, like, when they were at Interplay and, uh, and, and, and Rock and Roll Racing. Huh. Um, but, so, one of the, there's a whole chapter where they talk about, like, a whole bonus section where they're talking about making Super Nintendo games and how, what a pain in the butt it was and, like, just the whole cartridge business where that whole thing where, like, this is one of the things, it makes sense why Nintendo ended up alienating third-party developers because this whole system where you had to basically say, you had to kind of guess, because you had to buy all your cartridges in, in advance from Nintendo, and if you, whatever you didn't sell, like, you couldn't give them back. Right. And so you had to be like, and Nintendo, and, and then also Nintendo would tell you, how many cartridges you're getting. So like that's, you get 60,000 or 90,000 or 120,000 and that whole system. And the cost, like just like the actual cost involved. And that's the reason why they were so expensive because just the cost was like $20 a cartridge. Huh. That's really high. Um, and, but like just making cartridges and like how, and then like developing for them. Cause the dev kits were so expensive that a lot of people, including at EA and Interplay, they basically made their own dev kits by reverse engineering things. And it was all just super. And then at one point they said, um, for, I think it was for Super Nintendo, they actually were buying, um, on the black market, you could buy those cartridges to like steal games, <laughs> but they were using it to develop them because it was way cheaper. Like you could buy a bunch of those. How funny! And like, but then the craziest thing that I even I didn't know. Did you know the Super Nintendo has the same processor as an Apple II GS? No. So the whole like people complaining about Nintendo being under you know spec that's not a new thing. Um, yeah, the Super Nintendo had the same processor as yeah. an Apple II GS, so they could actually. So they could, so they would also, when they were developing, they would set up an emulator so you could emulate it. Huh. And like, this, but I, I didn't know that, like, that's so, like, when you think about a process, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so. but see, that's always been their thing is that they're not about, I mean, they innovate in a lot of ways, but their emphasis has always been on making it affordable and fun, not necessarily being the most cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. Graphically, and that's always been okay. Well, that's, for me. And it's always been that way. Like it's not a new thing because I didn't know that that like they they had the same processor that, and it was a whopping one point eight megahertz. <laughs> which um, you think about even computers 
in like 1990, like my computer that I had in 1994 was like a, like 133, like a 66 megahertz. Right. And it's just regular, yeah, so like. Well, if you think about like the success of the Game Boy, which was like black and white, like, te- you know, old graphics compared to like some of the other handhelds that they were up against it. Yeah. That, you know, obviously the graphics are not worn out, so. It's worked for them for a long time in various ways. <clears throat> but, yeah, just hearing about this, all the craziness of developing those cartridges sounded nuts. Um, and then I finished the eighth day. Oh, yeah, that was good. So, the other thing that I forgot to mention on the first time I talked about it is it's also, um, it, it, it incorporates the whole Arthurian oh, legend. Okay. So basically, the premise is that um, Merlin was actually not human. He was these people called the he was he was a race called the Kin, and they were basically they had they were um, like magi- they had magic powers. Right. And then and then there's so then Arthur and so um, Merlin was a good kin and some of them were bad and a lot of them used their power for bad so Merlin and Arthur came together and they Arthur along with the other knights of the round table and Merlin they did this spell to confine the kin to their own timeline where they only have that's where the eighth day they created the eighth day and they imprisoned them all and including Merlin Merlin sacrificed himself huh. to be imprisoned in this eighth day. And so then, so they did that spell. The eighth day happened and Merlin and the Kian are all in the eighth day. And then it, when then like their descendants, so Merlin, so the descendants of Merlin, huh. like they lived in the eighth day and then there's other people and then the descendants of, so, but then because of, as a result of the spell, the people who cast it, the humans who cast it became, they can go into the, they experience the eighth day. Oh, okay, okay. And so his, the, the, the descendants of Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table also, uh, and it gets okay. passed down, and they also inherited magical powers. Huh. So, for instance, the main character in the story, he, his power is he can, he's an inquisitor, and he can ask you things, and you have to answer. Oh, that's cool. Um, and uh, and and um, and and so basically, it's like the descendants, and then and then some of the kin have been constantly trying to um, do spells to reverse the eighth day spell, and so like one of the the girl that he meets is like a descendant of Merlin. And and then like she's the key, and if the bad kin can get a hold of her, they can use her to make a spell huh. to reverse the eight day spell. And they're they're the bad guy's goal is to actually um, wipe out like they want to they want to make the eighth day part of the regular timeline. And by doing that, all the normals like the billions of people living in the world will basically just get like they'll disappear huh. because their timeline's gone. And so they have to stop that from happening. Obviously. And it's part of a trilogy. So this one, it ends. Like, it's a self-contained story, but it's very clear that there's, you know, you Ooh. still have this world. So is it what you I plan to it. read the rest I of I want to read the rest of them, definitely. All right. It's um, good. It was really good. I'm excited. It was really exciting. Um, and and then I just, just, just opened my new, still going through my story bundle video game books. But if you want to, if that stay a while and listen, that's still up on storybundle.com as part of the newest. Wait, no, it's not. That was an old one. Never mind. <laughs> um, I did, there is a new story bundle for video games. It's got lots of good stuff, but not this one, but you can still probably get it online somewhere. Um, but, uh, this new one that I'm reading is called Shooter. It's about first person shooters. Don't sound that enthusiastic about it. Well, I haven't even started oh, yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. But it's called Shooter. Shooter McGavin? Shooter. Yeah. Um, do you know that USA made a TV series that just started about, you know, that movie Marky Mark made Shooter? Oh, yeah. And now there's a TV series and Ryan Philippe took over for the Marky Mark (laughs) character, I think. I did not know this. And the only way I know about it is because they advertise for it on SmackDown because in the first episode, wrestler Randy Orton is in it. They did that like as a crossover. Right. Since it's on USA Network, I think Uh, they were like... Hey, can you? It's like one of their cross branding. 
Um, which used to happen a lot more where WWE, like when they were on, when, when SmackDown was on UPN, there was like, like, WWE wrestlers would show up on UPN shows all the time, but it was like really goofy because the UPN, because you remember there was like those, because I'm trying to think of those UPN shows. This was like Shasta McNasty <laughs> and what was the, what was the one like space, the one with the Wayans brothers where it was like in space. Oh, remember that one? that one? Forgot what that one was called. Oh, and then the other USA show that I never watched a show, but the more um, there was one that WWE wrestlers were on all the time. It's called G versus E, and they were oh, like, never heard of that either. It sounds like a precursor to Supernatural almost. Huh. And this was like a USA show in the nineties. What was the space one that was on UPN? Somebody's gonna, somebody knows it. <laughs> it was like really stupid. It's a really dumb name too. Here, I'm gonna look it up because I think I'm gonna be able to find it. UPN space show. <laughs> Dude. Homeboys in Home outer space. Boys in outer space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the stupid, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb shows on <laughs> UPN. Um, Alright, so what about cool. you? Well, um, I read some more on Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. How far are you? You're probably, I think I'm like 120 pages So he's gotten the book? So... Has he gotten the, do you, the Half-Blood Prince? No, I guess not. Oh, man. Yeah. Still got a ways. Still got a ways. Well, like they did their shopping... Uh, they went and, and talked to uh, the new Defense of the Dark Arts teacher. He's at. He's been at the. Isn't wait no Snape's not the Defense of the Dark Arts teacher. No, the new guy is what's his name. <clears throat> they had to go and convince him. I can't think of his. Oh name yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy. Yeah. Anyway, so it's leading up to it. It's good. It's been good so far. So, but then the other thing is, I got some of my. Christmas presents from you, and I just got this today, but I already cracked it open and, and just started a little bit, but you got me Machine of Death. The first one. The first one, which I... I, I thought you had read it. I never and I saw you. Never, I saw it on there. Never got around to getting it, and I really wanted to, especially after going to that panel where Malky talked about it and like yeah. told the story. Well, now it. what's fun is next year when you go to Comic-Con, you can bring it, because all those... Because you know, like all the... Authors are like, right, right. well, most of them are web comics people. They're all and there, stuff, and you can go around and get it because that's what I did one year. That's cool. And it was fun. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's I mean, you've talked about it on the show before, but it's the whole premise is that there's a machine that can tell you how you're going to die. And so all the stories are based around that premise. There's different authors and different artists. And just and stuff. some of them are like, some of them are really funny, and then other ones are like really serious. And like it, it runs the gamut, which I'm, I'm super excited for. So I just barely, I just read like the first little bit of the first one and all the introductions and stuff. But I'm excited for it. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. All right, that's that. Well, new movie. Yeah, new movies. So we both saw Rogue One. Definitely, I saw it this morning. I know you waited a while. I woke. Well, I couldn't. I was busy. I could have seen it last night, but I probably would have been too tired. You probably would have fallen asleep. Well, I almost fell asleep this morning. I didn't. I didn't lounge. I didn't recline. Whoa, really? Well, because I was. It was so comfortable, and I didn't want. I want to stay awake. What time did you see it? Nine thirty a.m. And I didn't go to bed till like one thirty-two. So. So you liked it? I loved it. It's great, right? It's really good. Um, I love my favorite thing about it because the thing you always hear about Star Wars is why would the Empire build a Death Star with the weakness like that? And this answers that question. Yeah, which is I mean, so it is cool. it's total retconning, but oh, absolutely, I'm 100 percent behind it. Yeah, because now you have an it. Yeah, well done. This is how you retcon. It things. makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I also Mads Mikkelsen. He's great in everything. Yeah. Um, dude, so many good performances. In so many movie. good. Lots of good. Everybody was great. I liked, um, I just liked all the settings and the, I, seeing Jetta, like, you know, like, it was cool. Yeah. And like, um, and Donnie Yen, probably my favorite. Yeah, he was um, great. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. Um, like so samurai, yeah. sort of, yeah, like a blind samurai yeah, Jedi, just something freaking awesome, great. Um, and then his other kids, his his friend, his, yeah, his with buddy. the cool gun that he had, yeah, like I guess you could call that like a machine laser, yeah, like, like a, a Gatlin laser, Gatling or something. laser. Um, 
It was pretty cool. The new droid guy was fantastic. Dude, Alan too. Tudyk. Oh my gosh, what's what's his droid's name? TRS, TR something. I don't know. The calculator. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it is. TRS eighty is a TRS eighty. Yeah. Um, but it was he was freaking awesome. Oh, he was great. He's just really funny. Kind of reminded me a little bit, like almost like Drax, and like he just says whatever, yeah. and like <laughs> like. But he had a little. bit... He also had a little Marv in the robot. And yeah, like a little like. Self-deprecating, but not. It, yeah, it, it kind of. Yeah, though. it was really funny. Yeah. I really liked him. And um, my thing now is like, the Empire is really stupid. Because like after all that, I would. I'm sorry, but any government, if you're like, they just really went to a lot of effort. I wonder what's going on with the Death Star. I'm like, but but then I'm like, but Darth Vader, I think he's just so, like, because basically what happened was they just covered it all up. Like, they covered it up. Right. Like, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> like, I well, guess. Yeah, uh, hopefully but by like, this point. So they covered everything up, and then they're just like, la-di-da-da-da, Death Star's just, everything's right. good. And he, and, but I just feel like if they had, I just, it, it just seems a little bit crazy to me that they're like, we should probably be a little worried about this Death Star if the fact that the Rebels went to all that trouble and then they're just like, oh, back to business as usual, solve the problem. I feel like somebody should have been like, maybe we should just start. I mean, I guess because it was, it would be too expensive to start it over. Well, and, when, but, but maybe they don't know. They had, I'm sorry, but if the Darth Rebels. Darth Vader knows, but I think he covered it up and you'll notice. During the attack on the Death Star, where was Darth Vader? He was not on the Death Star. Well, now we know why. Now you know why. But I also think, like, if you're... I just think, it's, like, that seems, like, really, really, like, you're dumb. But I think I think the people that didn't know, and I mean, the people that knew, covered it up, like you said. I don't think they were aware. Like, I think they told him, yeah, we took care of it. We it's took care fine. of the problem. We took care of the problem, except they totally didn't. Right, but I think that's what they said to cover themselves. Darth Vader was not going to tell, like you know. Let I guess that's know. what it is. Because that, but that yet part, he was made sure he was out there. If 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 in real life, like in like think about that, like in like no normal, like if if we had some kind of thing, like let's say the government made something where they and then they knew that like the Russians, right? They knew that there was an attack because they're like they threw basically everything they had at us, obviously. That is significant. So maybe we should just scrap this project. Yeah, but then if you, but then if you, you got this totalitarian government and your subordinates saying, yes, we crushed them, it's taken care of, I think that it's, it's plausible they could move forward. I don't know. And also you gotta figure, like, it happens pretty quickly. Like, that jumps, the end of this movie immediately goes into the first one and it's only like a few days between but that I just and feel at some assault, point they, they the should be like the Death Star is compromised, shut it down. Well, and they they thought they could cover take care of it because it wasn't like they had weeks and months to like figure it out. Like yeah, they launched that attack as quickly as possible. Well, that's what I'm saying. The fact that they did all that in spite of the fact that pretty sure the rebels did something. They know stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had always kind of been under the assumption that it was like. Because again, in the old canon, it was one guy snuck in and grabbed it because it was Kyle Katarn. It was in the extended universe, right. Kyle Katarn solo mission, and so they got in and out without anybody knowing. And like, so it was just none of the. But the fact that there was this crazy giant battle at the place where the only significance of it is this is where all the plans and stuff are stored. Well, yeah, but then they just blew up the whole planet, basically. Yeah, so they're like it's taken care but of. But there was they knew that a transmission got out. How do they know? Because the antenna was on and they could detect that. Yeah, but they stuff. were the people on the surface knew, but they just blew everything up. It's true. I'm saying the people still alive. There was a limited amount of information that they had. I guess you're right. But, I mean, overall... That's why I mean, they again, blew the whole thing up. It was great. And, and Darth Vader knows about it, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think he let the information out. And he just thought, like, even if it... It's probably just like, you know, that's, that's hubris. That's like, yeah. there's no possible way that even if it did get out, and even if it did, there's yeah. still no way. Exactly. But that's what the that's the hope that the rebels are banking on is that their pride will get yeah. in the way, and it did. And well, if you think of like in 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 the movie in the you know New Hope when uh, you know 
Tarkin is on the Death Star and they're like, sir, we should evacuate. And he's like, no. Like, yeah. he's even at that point, like, no, we're going to win. Speaking of that, we talked about it a little bit in the before we went on the air, but yeah. I was really impressed with uh, the uh, CG Tarkin and Leia. Yeah, it, it was... Tarkin especially, because he was like a pretty... He was in it quite a bit. Role, right. And, I mean... Um, so I saw in the end it said thanks to the estate of Peter Cushing and I'm like, that's like so like they 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 because they, they, they have to like like they have to get the rights. Yeah, I'm assuming how much they pay for what, that. What what is there? Do they is there are there agents involved in that? I don't like know. I'm guessing if you're a big enough actor, they probably have some kind of somebody managing all that, and so they had to work with those people. But like Peter Cushing's kids are probably stoked. Yeah. Dad's get that, get that movie. Star Wars money, man. Get some more Star Wars money. I know. I, I've seen some people complain about how it looked. Well, because there is Uncanny Valley and there is a real thing that your brain will do. Yeah. But I feel like that gap is getting so... Well, yeah. And, and my observation... Even, even compared... Because you can compare this even to like... Even since Tron Legacy... Or Tron... Yeah. Like Tron Legacy? Legacy. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Even since then, we've come a long way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It looked way better than that. Um, but this is an interesting observation. So I obviously knew that Peter Cushing yeah. was dead. And then I also knew that Princess Leia, I mean, that Carrie yeah. Fisher's old. And so I knew and I was looking for it. And, and you can tell. I mean, it doesn't, it wasn't unsettling. I think no. it was well enough done, but you could tell if you're looking for it. But Janelle knew that Carrie Fisher was old. So when she saw Princess Leia, she's like, yo, yeah, I could tell with her. But she had no idea that Peter Cushing, she didn't know who he was. Yeah. She didn't know the movies that well or whatever. So, and I'm like, yeah, what did you think of him? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, he's the other guy that was in, she's like, I didn't even know. So if you're not looking for it, it's good enough to trick people. Did at least kids, some people. Did your kids like the movie? Oh, they did. Audrey was, was a little, a little for them. it was a little, like she freaked out a little bit. And then it was a lot also, of dying. It was also late at night, so she fell asleep about 20 minutes before the end. Mm. Um, Luke was on board did for the Luke whole thing. Did Luke handle the fact like, that everybody yeah, died? He did. Like, he was, cause he knew, like, and we talked about it, like, they had been talking about, like, sacrifices and, because they did, for Veterans Day, they had talked about, like, war and stuff, and they had to, Audrey had to write a letter to a veteran, so she wrote a letter to my grandpa, who was in the Korean War. So they had been talking about stuff and, and, you know, knowing that people make sacrifices in war and that kind of thing, and so, it's a subject they've actually been, you know, talking about recently. So they handled it. It also was tastefully done. Like, yeah. I mean, like, for instance, the, again, I guess we were deep in spoilers now, but when they die at the end, it just kind of does like, yeah. goes to white, you know, like, it wasn't like super graphic or anything yeah. like that. So it wasn't even, I would say it was less graphic than Force Awakens, like a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, when, Han Solo, I guess. And the lightsabers going through him. I mean, yeah, like it was. There wasn't anything like that. It was like up close, you're looking in his eyes as he dies, you know, I mean. So, I don't know, I, I, he did fine. I mean, I was talking with Janelle too about like the movies that we saw when we were his age. Well, that's my, that's what I keep. Holy cow, like. Um, you know, I, I think, I think they're gonna be just fine. Cause you, you keep asking like, is it okay to show him this? I'm like, by the time I was their age, I had seen like, Think about all the stuff. Yeah. Like, I think about Audrey's eight years old, and I think about all the movies I'd seen yeah. by the time I was eight years old, and I'm like way past. Okay, so we're doing Christmas decorating today, and I I pulled out all the Christmas movies for us to watch, and one of them I pulled out and I put in there as Gremlins, and I was like joking with Janelle, and I'm like probably not going to do that to him this year, but I had seen it by this point. Well, also the, the other, I mean, the big thing about Gremlins is it basically straight up says there is no Santa Claus. Yeah. So that's another thing you have to be willing. Yeah. To, to, for them to deal with. I mean, in addition to all the horrific, right. horrifying deaths and other things that happen in that movie. But my parents took me to see that. Oh in yeah, the I saw that in the theater. Like, I sc- I ran out screaming, but yeah. I'm sure I my dad had me in the lobby at some point, yeah. But still, I'm just saying. I distinctly remember, I, I definitely left at some point because it was the only time I ever, I ever went out. Cause you know, there's always a side door, but I never yeah. use it. I think it was the only time we used the side door. <laughs> Cause I remember going directly outside. Um, and I have a very distinct memory of that. And I think my dad always took me to the lobby in the hopes that I would like chill out and he could go back. Yeah, in my babysitter know. went with me, and I definitely—I don't think I had. Here's a weird thing. This is weird. Okay. Um, Trump's new something or other, General Kelly. Okay. That's my babysitter's dad. My nanny, like it's really? her dad. Yeah. Wow. 
And so I have like a direct tie there to that. Oh man! Um, I didn't know. I didn't even know because I knew he was in like a big wig in the military. But my mom's like, "No, that's General Kelly. That's that's Patricia's dad." <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Um, oh well, if you uh, get invited to the White House, well, you like, know. he's not a very good guy. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't think I ever met him. My mom knew him because okay. they they lived down the street from us. And I didn't know him. I don't You're think I ever met her. The dinner or whatever. Yeah, at the yeah, White House? totally. Okay. Okay, like, hey, yeah, you, my kid, my my daughter <laughs> was here, so you get to come, come to the White to House. White House. <laughs> um, but that I do have a weird tie to the that Trump administration because it wasn't like because it wasn't like just a casual baby. This is like she was like it was like a basically a nanny. Like right. she babysat us like every day, qu- quite a bit. Um, Took you to see Gremlins. Till I was like, I think, till I was like, because my brother was four, yeah, when um, she missed, there was a, we had like a thing where I don't know what happened, but my mom fired her because I think she missed my brother's birthday party. She had to do something. Oh. And I don't know. Um, I don't know what the extent of all that was, but that was when, so she was from, from when I was, I think she babysat me. She was like our nanny from when I was like two to six years old. So wow. Four years. And it was, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, uh, we got to get through this here. Uh, let's talk about TV. I only, I'm, since it's already since Saturday yeah. and we recorded on Monday, um, I only watched, the only things I've watched this week are wrestling. I'm just keeping up on that wrestling. Uh, and, um, trying to get caught up on New Japan because the big, their version of WrestleMania and the Tokyo Dome happens on January 4th. Okay. So I'm, I'm almost all caught up. Gotta be ready. Um, gotta be ready for that big, big thing. And, uh, let's see. You, did you, you caught up on last night? I finished last man on earth. Holy okay, so crap. Alerts. Do you, you think, do you think Gail killed herself? I think Gail killed herself. I'm pretty sure Gail killed herself. I mean, I think that's what it is. Well, because she was already seriously injured because out. she, a ricket, because she was shooting her gun. I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, she was just firing it all over the place. And, like, she's gonna end up shooting herself. The only thing so is, sad. I just feel like, oh my gosh, would they have dragged it out for a whole season just to have her die like that? I almost. But feel this like show is capable of it is, anything. It is. They straight up introduced John Hamm and then shot him in the chest. Yeah. Same thing with Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell had a heart attack. It's possible, <clears throat> but man, it's just, it's it was brutal. It was like a tough oh. episode, especially like, when they almost find her and then uh, Melissa. Yeah. And that whole thing, and then the whole thing and with she, Melissa like, is locking like, her in. That last oh shot my of like gosh. Todd crying, Todd crying. The door. and then like that, counting and then whenever when I knew this was it was going to be, I'm like, oh, here comes an emotional montage because they had a really emotional song, yep. and I was like, oh, I can't handle this. Oh. Um, and then like I I don't know what's going to happen with uh, oh Lewis and Lewis, the airplane. And he can fly he now, learn how to land it, and then they caught a fish. Yeah. So, like, animals are coming back? Fish are alive. Yeah, that's cool. And they called the fish Gale. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, and then the, but, this is what also makes me think of it. They called the fish Gale, and he it said died. that it died, and then it came back to life. So maybe she's, so maybe alive. she's alive. But how are they gonna find her? I don't know. But she's right next door. That's the that's kind of, so, and, yeah. but this is what I like, cause I've talked about this before. One of my favorite chapters in the stand, which is, you know, Stephen King's yeah, apocalypse yeah. scenario, is there's an entire chapter where it's like after the plague, after the virus, and then it's a chapter of all the people that just die of dumb things because that's what they call it the second plague. Right. Because it's like people like and they've already done some of them in in the Last Man on Earth. Dying of a, and that happens in the stand um where like and cuz like we don't doctor people some some dude died of a common flu not the super flu cuz like you don't have medicine you don't have doctors right, right. like what are you going to do a kid falls down a well a guy goes on a joyride on a motorcycle and he crashes his motorcycle and like and like a dude like accidentally like cut himself and then he died of gangrene cuz like that kind of stuff is what right. would happen because yeah. you don't have like all that stuff is gone now um it still kind of bothers me in Last Man on Earth that all this magical gas. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be gone by now. It would be or, or useless. Um, but, but whatever, it's, it's fine. Suspension of disbelief. It's fine. Yeah. It's such a good show. It's yeah. so good. I love it, and, and, I'm and they have really excited some with the practicality. Of yeah, it, but it's more about the characters yeah. than about how they're surviving. But I really like it, and 
Um, I I just I think it's I'm, who knows where they're gonna go I, from I here. I have no idea. So that was like the mid season finale. Yeah. Um, really good. Yeah. Really emotional. Super good. Janelle cry. Uh I don't know. She was. I mean, it was emotional. Was I don't emotional. know if she was like crying, crying, but it was. It was the intense. last time I think where I actually like cried was that one scene where with uh with uh with Todd where he like broke down. Yeah. And it because and then they immediately like <laughs> oh he gone <laughs> like at he first gone. when he thought he killed him yeah. and then like I was like oh my gosh oh then, I can't deal with it. And this one Todd did a like a call yeah, back she to that gone. she gone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Melissa's totally here you guys. She's yeah I totally <laughs> know exactly where she's at. Well, that was the one before, right? Well, yeah. Well, really. the, well, oh, yeah. And this one, she this, left again because that's yeah, why they put her again. in the. That's why they have to lock her in the room, and then he's just outside, like sobbing, and she's pounding. I almost, I almost would have loved if they had. How great would it have been if they? Because they were about to go to Zewataneo. Yeah. What if they had actually they actually done gone that? there? <laughs> and they're just like, Lisa. Yeah. Well, I, I thought do, they were going to have her fall off the roof when she was up oh, there. Oh, yeah. That been, I wouldn't put it past them. I do want to see them go to, like, a foreign country and what it's like and are there other – and yeah. I think that's might be where they're headed yeah, with plane. the plane now. And, and then, then you can have, like, a British person or something, you know. Yeah. We'll know. see. We'll see what happens. It's very cool. It's very exciting. It's such um, a good show. So, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the only show I had time to watch this week. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time. It's time. Oh, yeah. I did want to talk about one more thing. Okay. Um, so in my – I've been, you know, I've been wanting to play Bubble Bobble. I oh, think yeah, that's yeah. what this NES Classic thing is really all about. Yeah, that's where it comes from. And so I did break down and I bought – I paid $7 for the Arcade Classic. It's an arcade, it's an arcade version. Right. And it's really great. Um, except I realized – so I'm like, man, this is really hard. And I was like, weren't there continues? And there are no continues in Bubble Bobble. And then I realized that the only time there are continues is in two-player. And if one person – and as long as one of you is still alive, the other person can continue. But if you're playing one player, there are no die, continues. Die, yeah. And so I have that. And now I'm like, I can only get to like level 12. Well, and I said, oh, we should play it. But the problem is – Only have one controller. You want to pay 50 bucks to have yeah. me play Bubble Bobble with you? <laughs> We haven't played Splatoon yet. I know we could play some after we're done recording tonight. Should do it like here. No, I have to get up tomorrow. Oh, okay, and I can't do it here because I don't have the other controller. You don't, don't do you the use local. The I have a Wiimote, but you don't you need a nunchuck? Oh yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Um. Well, hopefully you'll get your NES Classic. Well, Maybe by this point you will have already gotten it when people hear this. I don't know. I'm not optimistic. <laughs> Things like that have not been going my way. I didn't get those NXT tickets. Man. I didn't get those other tickets. I've been to lots of places in the last few weeks. I actually went to two different Toys R Uses, and the guys, the guy was as soon as I asked the guy, he's like, "That stupid email." Because he's like, "Because I'm like, I got an email. They said you have them. They said because in Toys R Us, if you can find one, they're only forty five bucks." And he's like, "That email has been the bane of my existence." He's like. They, they, he's like, cause I'm like, when was the last time you got him? He's like, we haven't had him in four weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, why are they doing that? He's like, I don't know. Did you do the one at like Citrus Plaza? Yeah. Okay. I went there and I went to another place. No, um, no. No. And they're like, what do you, no, of course not. <laughs> are you crazy? And GameStop, I don't even try. No. Cause it's like crazy. But like, cause at first I'm like, well, maybe I can get the other controller or maybe I'm like, no, nothing. Zero. Zilch. And I don't know why they did this. And they could be selling so much more. It's freaking stupid. I'm really, it's really starting to get, make me upset. But I really want one and, um, I don't well, know. Well, I have a second controller. That's all I have though. Ugh. I mean, I'm, I know, I'm, I know we're gonna, there's gonna be tons of them like in February. Yeah. You'll get but it. But I just. You want it now. I'm on vacation. I want to play Bubble Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Bubble Bubble. And I don't know. Um. But Bubble Bobble on the PlayStation's fun. It's just I can't get I, – I can only get to like – I mean, I guess that makes it fun. It's like trying to get – You got to earn it. It's really hard. It's funny. I read a review. Where did I read it? I can't remember. But someone that reviewed the, the NES Classic and their complaints were – I mean, they liked it in general. It was a very positive review. But they complained – well, they, they didn't like that it's – the cords are short. 
which I've heard people say that, and whatever. That's not a problem for me. Get a super long HDMI That's, cable. Yeah, or whatever. But his other complaint was, like, it's the games are really hard. And I'm like... That's how they are. Duh. And then that he said you have to hit the reset button yeah. to, like, do a There's no state. menu from the controller. But, again, like, that's that's way... It's still way the more convenient than it used to be. even save states. Is yeah, like, like that's the whole thing. Well, that's I remember even talking to your kids just last week. We were like... Yeah, when we were kids, like, most games, you don't have saves. Yeah, Saving, because, oh, because Luke got really upset because he, oh, he, he overrode, and we were like, when we were kids, and he was like having a little right. bit of a melt, he was getting a little upset, and we're like, hey, when we were kids, that happened all the time because we didn't have saves, and he's yeah. like, whoa? Like, well, then he went and played back through, and he's like, yeah, you're right, it's not so bad, I'm getting to do it again, but it was hard, like, he was, he was near a meltdown when it happened. So anyway, well, it's, all it's okay time. Now. now it's time. It's time. It's Mar. Can we can we get a good Marmaduke, please? All right, let's let's see what we got. I don't know. Oh, I don't guys. know how I'm feeling about these. This this book. The last one was just Marmaduke doesn't want to go outside. <laughs> I don't know. This one doesn't look promising, but let's see. Great. All right, dots in bed in the first panel. Then You're getting a lot of dot centric comments yeah, here. Really, it's been a lot about her. Then she starts to wake up in the second panel. Then she looks at her clock in the third panel, and then she's like standing up. She's like super tired. She's putting a bathrobe on. He's really drawing this out. He's drawing drawing it out. out. And then she says, Phil! And then the next one, it's like all dark. And she says, do you know what time it is? And he says, yes, it's 3 a.m. And then Marmaduke's sitting on his lap, and he says, but I can't get up. So Marmaduke's on him and he can't get off. Marmaduke's a big dog. And he can't even lift him. Marmaduke is like, has the power to like make himself, his head looks really weird in that one. Yeah. And where are his eyes? I don't know. It's like a cave. He's like in his mutant form. Yeah. He has no eyes. He has no eyes. Like it's not even that they're closed. They just don't exist. It looks like Like is that what, are these his eyebrows? I guess. And those are his eyes? His closed eyes. Yeah, but that's like his snout, though. <laughs> he looks like a cave fish that's like developed like a vestigial eye. And the joke, Marmaduke's a big dog. Mar- this is definitely a fully Marmaduke's a big dog. Because he's smothering Phil. Because he's just that's yeah. his subtle attempt at trying to kill. Maybe I guess he like, can't get him. He can't get to bed. He's trying to smother him. All right, man. It's a pretty bad one. I can't even like. We should do, we gotta do one more for Christmas. No, no. For Christmas. No, no. no. Okay. There's a Christmas present. We'll do one next week. We'll do one for the Christmas episode. There yeah. we go. One more it's for the It's not a Christmas episode, it's the after the, Christmas For after Christmas wrap up. Alright. Cause this is the last episode before Christmas. Our next episode is gonna come out on the 27th. Oh, okay. I just peeked at the next one. It'll be a good one for the end of the year. The next one, we're only having one episode next week. Right, right. Coming out on the 27th. It'll be our end of the year, post-holiday, whatever. Free New Year's. And then the week after that, my brother is going to be on the show. That's exciting. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. I mean, I could do it with my brother next week, but I want to take next week off. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... That's good. Everyone's... That's a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, we we gotta get we gotta get this wrapped up because we have one more episode. We do, but it might be a short one. Probably, probably, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> possibly. Who knows? Go to radiobrendo.com for all the stuff. If you want to contact us, go to radiobrendo.com. Click the contact form or radiobrendoman at gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter at brendoman. All that stuff. Check out all the things. Check out DreamHost, Amazon, all that stuff on RadioBrendo.com. Get that Amazon Prime free trial. You're still, if you're still getting some last minute gifts or post Christmas shopping or any of that shopping, use your Amazon. Amazon, and you want to go to RadioBrendo.com before you do that, or you get that Amazon Prime free trial. And it's a good year if you want to start your website. Do it. Start that project. Get that. Get that fifty dollars off your DreamHost. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for buying stuff and writing in and all the cool stuff you do. Thank you. So for Radio Brenner Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. And John Goobangdu. <laughs> Is that always going to make you laugh? Every time. <laughs> John Goobangdu. 
Part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!